Alright. Day is 10-17-2021. My guest, Austin Lowry. What up? My first question for you. Who are you? I am a he, him. <laughs> it is good. It's good to uh, it's good to it's good to classify that. Yeah, let's just, let's just get close that. Pronouns. Let's get the pronouns out of the uh, way. First, I'm a he, him. I prefer to be called a man, or you know, uh, you could call me a, a boy or a guy or a man. You know, whatever. Um, Logan's friend live here in Napa. 26 years old. I make music. I'm a fucking weed industry shark. And, uh, <laughs> Damn straight. And yeah, that's kind of me right now at the moment. A can of shark? I'm a can of shark, you could say. Fuck yeah, man. So that's who you are? Aspiring musician, entrepreneur, businessman, <laughs> you know, to put it simply. Well, that kind of leads into my next question. You ready for it? Yep. So, uh... What, what what are you? Well, you heard it there. Um, aspiring musician, entrepreneur in the weed industry, um, and yeah, musician. I mean, if I had to classify myself, sorry, I'm currently rolling the blunt as we speak, <laughs> so I'm lightweight focused on two things at once, but... Um, yeah, I'm just super passionate about my music and, and weed, and my life, and my family, and friends, and that's about me. Pretty simple guy. Is that, uh, is that all you are? Um, no, I'm actually also a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even know about that. Yo, so who are you, who, who are you? What are your superpowers? Well, I have the ability to blow through way too much copious amounts of weed. <laughs> and, um, and I have the ability to uh, smoke down blunts like no other and make music. I don't know, man. I don't really know who I am. Yeah. That's uh... a tough question. It's like... I know what I do, but I don't really know what to call myself, you know? Yeah. Like, I've never liked to categorize things, and I don't know, kind of always just, like, never fit into one category. I've always been doing multiple things. I always like to dress, you know, multiple different ways. One day I'm a fucking cowboy, and one day I'm a fucking, you know, a businessman, and the next I'm a skater, and I don't know. So I've never... Uh, Diversity of style. Yeah, it's hard to say, like, who I am, because I haven't even fully settled down in any sort of field or anything yet, so... Yeah. It's kind of tough to, like, put a finger on that. Yeah, that, that's a reoccurring theme with these uh, conversations that I record. Not a lot of the people, pretty much everybody that I ask, like, who are you? It's sort of, everybody, everybody doesn't know for sure. Everybody's yeah. sort of oh, just... Oh, I'm no one. Right. I'm someone just trying to figure it out. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and it's crazy. You realize, like, more and more as you get older, just, like, how little you are in the yeah. in the world and just, like, I don't know. 
everyone aspires to be like celebrities and like I remember when I first realized everybody's making shit up as they go like I was I don't remember how exactly old I was but I was definitely like still in school and I was like oh shit nobody knows what the fuck they're doing everybody's just improvising every day yeah like I thought you know when I was like seven and my family was driving down to Alabama to see some extended family like I was a kid and I thought okay yeah my parents know what's gonna happen this weekend they know what I'm gonna eat for lunch they know like what I'm gonna have for dinner now I'm like 23, 24 and I'm like holy shit they didn't know anything they didn't know what the fuck they were doing they, they made people and they were just fucking guessing oh well, yeah and then you like I mean you come from a different time than our parents but you you never seen, you know, what they were going through to raise us back then and how much, you know, they were just fucking making it up as they went. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, one, no one has the book, even though there is books on, you know, how to be a parent. <laughs> it's a fucking gimmick. Like, totally. You can't read a book and, you know, it's like you got to get hands-on experience just like with anything in life. You're never going to learn how to do it if you don't actually do it. I mean, looking back at my childhood, I can definitely see, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, my parents fucking we're just trying to make it work you know what I mean yeah. like when I was a kid you didn't you don't see that like I didn't think it was abnormal we were you know quote-unquote camping a lot when yeah. you know I looking back I asked my parents like why did we do that and they were like we didn't have the money to pay rent so you know we were able to buy land and honestly I remember my dad building a fucking house my dad built a two-story house by himself and like we were camping in like tents on the on the second floor of this like just just the just the A frame, you know what I mean? With like two by fours that's like floor that weren't even nailed in yet, pitched tents on top of there so no bears would fuck with us on the ground. And we were living in a house that wasn't fully made yet. I mean my parents definitely struggled and and I, I was I'm blessed enough to witness my parents like really achieve the American dream. <coughs> Yeah, maybe doing a lot of coughing because, yeah, that blunt. Ooh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I always grew up like people assumed that my parents were rich or something, and I think just because like, I don't know. Ever since I was a kid, it just so happened that like, the group of friends that I gravitated towards like maybe just weren't as well off as me. Right. And like, I always was kind of like, not necessarily trying to fix, fix people, but it would just so happen that, you know, my friends maybe came from, you know, different backgrounds than me, you know, maybe worse upbringings, but um, everyone always thought that I was like rich growing up or something, and it wasn't really the case at all. I mean, there's been times where, you know, there's, talk amongst my parents of losing our house and shit and you know divorce and like everyone thinks you know shit can look picture perfect from the outside but you really know what you never know what's going on yeah on the inside for sure i remember uh i went to a all boys boring school for three years of high school i, I, I only went there because my dad got a job teaching there so like the tuition was like fucking six grand a year for my dad to send me there instead of the full tuition which was like 40 grand a year to send Jesus. kids there so like I was going to school with like 
kids from Russia whose parents were in the fucking oligarchy, like rich fucking kids. Well, wow. like there was a kid from Kuwait, and his dad was like a multi-million dollar like psychiatrist or whatever. In in Kuwait is like <coughs> Dubai adjacent. I, I'm probably not. I'm probably completely wrong, but I equate Kuwait and Dubai because they're both rich Middle Eastern cities. Yeah. Um, or places. And um, there was a kid at my school who's, you know, from there. His dad is super well off, and he stole a kid, another kid's credit card, and bought shit like bought thousands of dollars worth of shit on Amazon with his other kid's credit card, and he didn't get expelled because his dad just made like a hundred twenty thousand dollar donation to the school. Like those are the kids that I went to school with for three years. I met some. I met some really cool people that were from rich families, and you could not tell. Like they were just like down to earth. Humble, honest, authentic people, and like those are my favorite kinds of people. And then yeah. when I went to um, the, my <coughs> senior year of high school, I was in public school. And my parents bought a really nice house, the nicest house I've ever fucking lived in. It was like one floor, super long and low. Kitchen was just redone. There's an in-ground pool in the backyard. My dad fixed it up and made it look even nicer. And like the first time that like my friends that I made at this new high school came over, like, and they were, and this was a school that, like, had a daycare inside the school for the yeah. students who had kids in yeah, high school. So like that kind of, like, for a different demographic. Yeah, 100%. percent fucking up a little or something, like, or that's just who the kids were at the time. This was, like, a, a pretty low-income town, Willimantic, Connecticut. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I met some of my best friends from there. I'm, I'm the godfather to my best friend Nate's kid that I met at this high school and I went to his his house and it was not you know fancy yeah. you know what I mean and he told me stories of like you know jumping houses to houses getting evicted and he was like oh yeah my parents and I used to live in that motel for a year like so the first time he came over to my house he was like whoa he told me he said he didn't, he didn't even want to walk through my house because he didn't want to get it dirty that's, that's what he yeah. thought and I I didn't think of that you know what I mean like yeah this is the nicest house I've ever fucking lived in yeah. like I was the rich kid in that friend group, and that was a really weird, just, it's a weird, it's a weird feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, you didn't do anything to earn that. Yeah. I was just, I just got lucky. I was born into these two hardworking people that figured it out. Yeah, it's definitely weird. Like, I've, I always felt like that, even though it's like, I wasn't like, you don't see me, like, just getting fucking cash handouts from, right. you know, right. like, I mean... My parents obviously fucking gave me money growing up, but nothing crazy to where people were like, whoa, you know? Yeah, yeah I'm not getting like 10 grand, you know, for a brand new car. And everyone like just assumed that since my parents were still together and like yeah. I lived at home and they weren't divorced, like, you know, that you're like super well off or something. I'm like, it's not the case, but it's funny. I actually used to like, one of my best friends uh, all through school, <clears throat> he used to always be moving around and like in my teenage years and when we were in high school like I would always be hanging out with him and so whenever it came time that like they were moving again I would like you know be down to help them move and I've never moved in my life except I've lived in one other house besides this house where I live right now and um and like that was when I was a super, you know, young baby, like, and it was only right around the corner. No way. So I've I've lived in one spot my whole life, and like, I, it always kind of just like gave me that satisfaction or something, like helping him move, mm. like moving around. So and 
I don't know, for some reason I always like wanted to move. Yeah, but but then like now looking back on it I'm like yeah, that's kind of a pain in the ass, you know. Yeah, it is kind of a pain. And it's yeah. nice to have stayed in one place all you know, all my life. But then I'm also like it makes me just be like, fuck, I wanna like I always wanna go places, you know. Yeah. And now, you, can't, he, you can't always just up and fucking go. Was he moving like different towns or just different places around Napa? Just different places here in town. Oh yeah, that's hella annoying then. Yeah. Like I used to move a lot as a kid too, but I would always move to different states. Like there was a period, dude, where I was going to a different school every year. Like I went to the I oh, hated that. Dude, I went to one school until the fourth grade, and I went to this public school. I was, so I was going to this like semi it was kind of it was a private school, but it was like dead ass on a hippie commune property. Like, the teachers were straight. We didn't call our teachers Mr. and Mrs. We called them by their first name. So like, excuse me, Nora. Excuse me, Sam. Excuse me, you know, John. Can I go to the bathroom? Like, this was a hippie school, right? Weird. Well, yeah, and it was like, it was still kind of fun. But we went there for, <coughs> until fourth grade. And then fifth grade came, went to public school for the first time because it was just free. And my parents were kind of, you know, running short on cash. And I met kids who, like, had divorced parents for the first time. And that was wild to me. I was, like, freaking out because I thought that meant my parents were getting divorced. Yeah. And that was freaking me out as, you know, a little fifth grader. Yeah. Whew. And then sixth grade, my dad homeschooled me, traveled around the country. Seventh grade, we moved to New York. There was some drama that I didn't even know about going on with my dad's friend group. They were all, my dad and his friends were all going to buy property together. My dad moves in. And he finds out that, like, the friend that bought the big piece of land right next door, like, never talked to his wife about it. And, like, to this day, they, like, rarely talk. Yeah. And, like, my dad has told me all about that. And it's wild. And, like, I, we lived there for less than a year. And I was going to middle school there for less than a year. Immediately move to Connecticut, <coughs> where I go to eighth grade. I get, like, wow. That was, that was a low point. And I've been in high school at this point private school my dad worked at and then moved again and then I go to college and my parents moved to California yeah that's wild and now it's a lot of jumping around there's a lot of jumping around man and honestly like there's a part of me that kind of envies like fucking growing up in one town having your day ones I really envy that but at the same time like I can't deny there's a a real sense of freedom in my heart where I know I can just go anywhere. Yeah. Like, I don't feel bound to Sonoma. I don't yeah. feel bound to California. I can. I know I can just jump. And I know it's not easy. Like I'm gonna experience homesickness yeah. and want to come back. But it's it's you know I've I've experienced it enough to know what to expect, <clears throat> and and know that I can get through it and I can just go wherever I want. Yeah. See, I've wanted to like you know ever since. When my daughter still lived in California, there was, like, no question that I wasn't going to leave. Right. But, like, when she moved out of state to Texas, it's like, well, <clears throat> I kind of feel like I have a little more freedom. Like, I don't feel so tied here. Mm -hmm. But then, like, yeah, yeah, I always just think about the fact that I've always been here and, like, yeah, I don't have that, like, sense of freedom. Like, feeling like, yeah, I could just go anywhere and not feel like, you know, mm -hmm. like there's somewhere else that I'm meant to be. Because, you know, I've spent 26 years here, you know. It's like, this definitely feels like home. Yeah. I think, I think, I think everybody should travel. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and that's kind of just, I think, where I get my kicks or my satisfaction now is just, like, I think Napa will always be home, like, unless, I don't know, unless my parents moved, honestly. Like, if they moved out of state, then mm -hmm. I guess that's where I would, you know, consider home. Like, yeah. I've, I've noticed that home can change. Like, you know, it's always... It's always been like, you know, where my parents are is, is home. But when I was living with my ex-girlfriend for a while, like, that was, you know, I called that home and I felt really comfortable calling that home. Yeah. You know, because we had our own place and like, you know, yeah. really made a life, for sure. And, uh... Yeah, I felt the same when I moved out with my ex, you know? Yeah. We were together for like six years and we lived Sheesh. together for like, like two and a half years, I think. Three years. Wow. And, uh... Yeah, like, I mean, and I was still in Napa, though, you know, right, so it was right. like, <clears throat> I still felt home, you know? Mm, that's fair. But, yeah, I don't know, like, just going somewhere brand new and, like, trying to start over. Like, I don't know, there's so many people who are like, go to fucking Idaho or Utah or, like, any of these, like, you know, states where it's just, like, way cheaper, mm -hmm. but there's, like, nothing out there, you that's know? Exactly, that's why it's cheaper. There's a compromise on quality well, of life yeah. when you, when you, you know, it's a lower cost of living. It's like, well, yeah, because, you know, your nearest grocery store, you get this cheap ass house out in fucking bumfuck mm -hmm. nowhere, but you got to drive an hour to your nearest grocery store. Yeah, there's places like that, but you there's know. also there's also the in between places that's still way cheaper than, you know, California, but still within a reasonable distance to like a metropolitan area where you can have a decent nightlife. Yeah. How many places are there where you got the mountains a couple hours away and the beaches like an hour away and the climate's super nice like this? Climate's gonna change here, man. California's gonna become the next Arizona. What do you mean here? Climate's gonna change everywhere. Climate's gonna change oh, we're everywhere. All, exactly. We're all in this globe together. 100% everywhere, but I mean, like, California's I'm just gonna. I gotta go somewhere with snow, man. I feel like I miss the snow season. I do too, but the thing is, even in places where they get, you know, heavy snow seasons, like, there's still the other seasons. Exactly. They come around. I don't know. You know, I love the snow. Obviously, we both love the snow. Love the snowboard, but... Yeah, I don't know. Also, I've, I've learned that only in California people say the snow. When people say the snow. Yeah, like it's California. a place. That's the only thing. That's... I didn't even realize it, but I was like, holy shit, yeah, we don't, and growing up, we never called it the snow, we just called it snow. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> gonna be some snow. Yeah. <clears throat> like, there's, it's, this gonna come here, you know what I mean? We don't have to go there <laughs> to, to it. Yeah, when you're out there, it's like, just, let's go up to the mountain or something. Let's go up right. to the mountain. Watch out for, watch out for snow. Yeah. No, watch out, <laughs> watch watch out, for, watch out for the snow. Hey, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the snow. Where's open, that? Open the door. By the, by the water. Where's that next to you? Oh, it's right next to the land. <laughs> well, you want to hear my third question? Yeah, I thought we did the third question. No, uh, dude, we only did the first two. We did who are you, what are you, and my third question for you, Austin, is why are you here? <coughs> 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 <coughs>
excuse me, because my parents fucking made me. I don't know what I'm here to do, man. I'm always figuring that out. Yeah. Like I said, you know, I have the things that I like to do and that I aspire to do and hope to make money through. Number one being music, you know, and number two being cannabis. But I, uh, I don't know, you know. It's like I don't want to call myself a, a this or a that. I don't know what I'm here to do. Hopefully just inspire people. Like, I don't know, I just had a, something happen the other day. One of this art, uh, this artist that I like, Jutes. I found a song that I never heard before and I was like, yo, this song freaking hits right now. Um, it's called Riptide. And I messaged him, like, I've DM'd with him back and forth. The dude's super cool. I've sent him guitar riffs and stuff. Like, mm. he's not a super big artist, but... <clears throat> He's getting up there. I think he's, you know, way better than a lot of artists that are out there. But mm -hmm. um, I just told him, like, yo, this song, like, like speaks to me right now. Like, it's just, it's super relevant to me right now. It, it reminded me of, like, back when music was always kind of feeling like that. Like, every yeah. song just hit on that level. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It made you feel some sort of way. Totally. And, like, I don't know, I just want to get back to, like, making some music that always like invokes a feeling in people like mm -hmm. or it's just somehow relatable and I mean not everyone can always relate you know I just happened to be going through something at the time that was right. relatable to what he was saying but I don't know it's hit and miss but I think that's what I'm here to do because I think that's one of the best feelings ever mm. I don't know, for me, music's been such a big part of my life, like, since I was young. Music always made me feel good, like, not even that it, I needed, like, an escape, because as a kid, like, I didn't, you know, there's no worries, but it was just always listening to music, because it just made me feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. Made me feel better than when I was not listening to it. Right. It's like, something about it. Here to make music and just live life, love people, be a good person, you know. Wanna go out with a legacy and have people saying good things about you. Right. You, know, you don't wanna die and have people be like, Yeah, but he was, you know, this and that, like <laughs> so I don't know. Ultimately my goal is to just liked by people and spread love and share what I love that's good that's a good uh, that's a good rule book to play by yeah yeah I've figured out that honesty is usually the best policy usually always works out better and you can I've always I've always really desired freedom in everything and I found that honesty gives me a lot of freedom in my and just you know guilt I don't feel guilty if I'm being honest yeah you know what I mean and I do feel guilty when I lie 
Yeah. And, you know, I just want, I, I really crave freedom, you know what I mean? And I've, I've always wanted freedom from a lot of things. Um, always, that's like the biggest thing. I mean, what is it, is it Buddhism? I, I fucking hope I'm not wrong. Uh, Buddhism is like, all of your suffering comes from your material desire. Yeah. And I really, I really worked hard, really practiced just refraining from material desire, from desiring material things. Yeah. And I've like, and it's, I've practiced it, and like whenever I, I would see like a, a cool car on the road, and I had the thought, oh, I really want that Camaro, I would just snuff that shit out. Be like, no, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. You don't want that payment. You don't want that insurance. You don't want that. What the fuck? You don't want that. Right? And I've just been able to quiet that. I want that. I want that. I want that. I've been able to silence it and and just, you know, focus on what's important. And what's important and what will, will leave an impact is, you know, your impression on people mm-hmm. and people's idea of you. Um, you know, I, I, I like knowing that I've been able to influence some people in their music taste. You know what I mean? I know I like that I've influenced people in their, you know, perspective on life or something. You know, giving giving people to think about, giving people things to think about. Yeah, you just want to be like a a good energy to be around. Exactly, you want to be an outlet for positivity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How can you hate that? I mean, like, how can you hate on me? Can't. I mean, like everybody's got their personality. But you let people is a thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. If they want to, it's like. Because then if you don't, you know, just let people have their expression. Right. I'm never trying to like force my will on anybody. I, I, like to, I like to just be be water. And just mold to whatever the fuck is going on. And just be cool. Yeah. Exactly. Be water, my friend. Yeah, it's funny. I was... At a, a, a party like a while, well, not really a party, but just a little barbecue with Sanho and some of his friends recently, and uh, one of his friends was telling me how, like, his nephews, I think, were some guys that I uh, was in high school with, and he was telling me how one of the nephews, Corey, was saying, like, oh yeah, Austin, he used to, he used to be a fucking asshole in high school, like, and he was always just, like, a shit talker and would always fucking crack jokes and, like, be trying to be funny and shit. And I was like, yeah, that was definitely me back then. He's like, dude, I couldn't believe when he was telling me that because, like, you're just super chill. Like, when we all get together, like, <clears throat> you know, you'll you'll partake in conversation, like, but you're not, like, rambunctious or, right. or you know, you don't come off as that kind of guy at all. And I'm like, yeah, I think I just maybe, uh, you know, I had my time being like that at, at that point in high school and then, like, just... Simmer down a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Simmer down a little bit. I think I did a lot of things. You mature, man. You yeah. Just, you grow up. And also, you know, I, I've done a lot of things that, you know, I've felt bad about or made me look a certain way yeah. that I'm like, oh shit, you know, like, I gotta kind of like really take a step back and look at that and be like, well, like, I gotta not do that. So, you know, let me just chill and relax a little bit. Yeah.
ever since COVID, like, you know, I haven't, well, even, even a little bit before COVID, you know, started, I haven't really, you know, been on any sort of like public party Friday night drinking, you know, mm -hmm. scene like that. Um, but <clears throat> when I do go out, it's like, I'll run into people and they're like, where have you been? Like this and that. And I'm just like, I just stay at home, man. Right. Like, I, I'm either working or I'm at home or I'm, you know, maybe skating or who knows, but I'm like, I'm just not, I don't know. I'm not out looking for a, like social validation anymore. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is nice. It's like nice to just like kind of be the guy sometimes. I don't know. It's good and bad. Like I like it at times and then I'm like, fuck, I need to go be social, you mm -hmm. know, but there's peace a lot of the times and just like just staying at home and then you yeah. know it's cool when you do run into people that you haven't seen in a while they're like you know they're excited to see you and you're excited to see them because it's like you know there's nothing I don't have nothing against going out and being social but like <clears throat> in the past doing that frequently has a cost me a lot of money and you know b gotten me in trouble yeah. and I mean, I think I could handle myself a lot better now. Yeah. Now that I'm not, like, freshly 21. <laughs> and that's when it was, you know, obviously got bad because there's not a whole lot to do in Napa, you know. Before I turned 21, it was kind of like I'd link up with friends at their house or something and hang out. We'd get together, you know. Some friends had jobs, some of us didn't, you know. We'd be on and off of jobs, whatever. And we'd get together at people's houses or places, you know, and hang out. And then once I turn 21, it's like, okay, the scene is, like, at the bars, like, downtown, like, out drinking. And it's like, that shit gets tiring, you know. And as you, I don't know, get a little bit older, you're just like... I mean, your brain I'd rather, more, I'd rather have a beer at home, you right. know, have a couple beers at home than have to go out and... As you get older, your brain develops more. You just get more focused, and I don't know. Yeah, you have just your priorities to grow as well. Yeah, your tastes. Definitely. Well, we hit thirty minutes, bud. All right. Well, I think that's a wrap on this. Good time to whack balls. Yeah, it's a good time to whack our balls off. <laughs> We're going to go to the driving range and hit golf balls is what we meant. Alright. Signing off. Deuces. <laughs>